What's up, ladies and gentlemen? You're listening to Hat Word Pause, the only hat podcast on the internet. Now, you might wonder, why is it called Hat Word Pause? Well, because, ladies and gentlemen, three out of your four hosts are wearing hats right now. Elmer Guardado in the National Something Championship Baseball Dodgers hat. How are you doing? National League champions. This is actually the only title we can claim in 2017. Because after this title, we went to the World Series where we lost to the cheating Houston Astros. Mm, Um, I would like to point out, Cass and I, original members of the hat gang. I feel like we we wear hats on ironically. Sam, you Mm. threw this hat on as a bit, and I don't appreciate you mocking us. Now, Elmer, what you might not know is that I'm your hat grandfather. Every day, my freshman year in college, I wore... I don't know if it, if it was this hat or if it was a different uh, Boston Red Sox hat. Every day I wore it to class. What a weird. Why that one? Why was it Boston Red Sox? I love the Red Are Sox. Are you a Sox fan? Yeah. Really? Who's your favorite Red Sox? <laughs> I name loved, one. I loved the. Okay, Elmer. I loved the Red Sox 10 years ago. Give me you, a break. Name one, the, name one player Johnny... from 10 years ago. Sorry. There's one easy one. I got two. That's I fun can't. to say. Ah, uh, fuck. If you say it, I'll be like, oh, shit, that's what it was. What's the one that's fun to say, Cass? Big Poppy, David Ortiz? Hell yeah. Mm, he got shot. He made it out on the other end, though. He's alive. Yeah. I also thought we might hear Johnny Damon, by the way. Mm, 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 mm. What is the Red Sox mascot? The Red Sox. Uh, A pair of Red Sox. Yeah. Who run? That's who runs around no, on the I field actually, I in don't the know. costume. I actually don't know that they have someone. I think it's around. a personification of the Green Monster. No, that'd be pretty sick though. If they had, really? like, yeah, the Green Monster, Andy. Uh, I don't know if you've ever been to the East Coast. Never. Very compact area of our nation. Uh, because of this, you know, some of these interesting stadiums are in the middle of cities, right, on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. You ever mm-hmm. you ever walk by Yankee Stadium? Mm-hmm. I've been to the Red Sox one too. Oh, okay. That, uh, then you then you must be familiar with Fenway. Fenway. Yeah, you must be familiar <laughs> yeah. with the Green Monster, which is this massive wall in the left center outfield. Um, that's really hard to hit a ball over. That's why they call it the Green Monster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you do get hit a ball over it, you have defeated the Green Monster. It's kind of like a baseball meme. It's a, it's you know, a not, rite of not passage. A real award. Eh, you hope, right? It's yeah. it's, it's difficult. Not a lot of not a lot of men get to do that. Yeah. Elmer, how many so they how have, many MLB teams are there? There are 30. Here's a pet peeve of mine. There's only 30 teams. We got the Red Sox. Why do we also have the White Sox? I think this is I think the bone you have to pick is less with baseball and more with just the the monotony, I guess, of the 1920s. You know, like, mm. well, like we're why did back, that? So. You're right. I mean, why? Why? Because there are no actual rules, right, to mascot names or anything like that. Why did they even go with the Red Sox to begin with? Both of them seem like bad names when you really right. think about it. Right. Like, I think it's literally just like it's probably like the weird bisque, uh, weird whiskey league stuff from like the ni- the early 1900s. Oh, like um, early, early baseball shit? Yeah, I bet you, because that's like... They used to have kegs at third base of beer for you to chug a, third, a beer before you're running home. 
You know, like <laughs> those are the days. I wish it was still like that. Damn. They, they they were crazy back then. So, uh, the White Sox mascot is there's two of them. There's a male and a female. There's uh, Tessie and Wally, and they're both green monsters. They look like Sesame Street characters. White Sox or Red Sox? That's the Red, Red Sox. Sox. Okay. <laughs> then, I just for out of curiosity, uh, I I have I've been to a Cleveland Indians game. Uh huh. Racist. Uh, on a school trip oh. in high school. You went on a school field trip to Indiana. Cleveland. Cleveland, Cleveland. Oh, Cleveland. Ohio, sorry. Still weird. Yikes. But yeah. Well, I don't know. Like, it was for band, so we went to the Rock and Roll uh, Hall of Fame, okay. but we also Hell did yeah. this. Um, their mascot, I'm not even sure what this is. It's like a it's a baseball monster. Oh, is oh, the man. Cleveland Indians? Well, they probably had to change it because it used they to be used like to what have. Chief Wahoo, I think. They, they're still here, but they also have not great. Yeah, they also have like this purple and yellow monster that runs around. What's the team that does the presidents that race around the track? Is that the Nationals? Mm, That's the Nationals, my dude. Like yeah, yeah. Nationals. That sounds cool. Yeah, no, it's, they're, like, they're it's like George awful. Washington and Thomas Jefferson That's and bad. like Ben Franklin. Fucking well, I guess Ben Franklin wasn't a president, but oh, this is not. This is scary. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just kind of a very weird one because it it's so anthropomorphic right it's like they're humans so it's 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 immediately off-putting but yeah. that's the thing with now mlb there's a lot of and i guess a lot of sports now we are just moving away from the mascot era because like the dodgers they don't have like a dude you know the the timbers i don't think that they have a, a timber a titular timber we do have a dude what a, is there a piece, a, is it a piece of wood no it's a, a it's a dog? man He's not in a costume. He's not in a suit at all. It's just a man in uh, fucking overalls with a chainsaw. <laughs> wow. All right. I like that. Uh, I, I named gotta, Timber I Joey. Timber Sounds Joey. Like Timber Joey. Freddy versus Jason. Is Shea. there a shirt under the overalls? Or yes. is it kind of a rod? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, no, no. And, and when we score a goal, he cuts a slice of the log. Like a real one? Like a real one. It's real chainsaw? The Do they mic up the chainsaw? Um, they probably do for TV. Let's be okay. honest. But so you it can hear it. That's so my question. Before it was Timber Joey, it was Timber Jim, who was like the original guy, and the entire game. So we, <laughs> there was a vertical tree, a tree that would stand, and he would fucking climb up the tree because he was like a real lumberjack, and uh, stand on top of the tree for like the whole game. And then when we would score a goal, he would cut a slice off. And uh, they decided that was a little crazy when we went more mainstream. So now the log just lays down and he cuts a slice. Where is where is he now? Uh, he roams the stadium as a mascot does. <laughs> oh, uh, I, I think he I think he must take the chain off while he does that so that he can't actually hurt somebody. But uh, he like revs the chainsaw uh, to the beat of the chance occasionally. This is awesome. You, know, uh, <laughs> you got to come out, man. Wow. Damn. Uh, also, in a RCTID hat, Mr. Cassidy yes. Sergeant, welcome to the show. Yes, thank you. I'm happy to be here. Uh, I miss the timbers, but there are bigger fish to fry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And also, we have hatless Andy Street. Uh, howdy. And you also... Greetings from... Go ahead. Greetings from... Greetings from And you also have me in my non-original... Boston Red Sox hat. 
Uh, Cassidy. Yes. You said you had some some things you oh. wanted to bring up. Let's just let's yeah, get it okay. going. Okay, let's talk about it. So <clears throat> here's here's the real meat of the issue, boys. Last week we had snow. Made no sense. This week it's been beautiful. So we've been quarantined. We've been stuck at home. Hasn't been that bad though because it is it's gorgeous outside. This is the first time that we're really getting to enjoy our new neighborhood, right? So we're walking the neighborhood, we're walking the walking paths, we're sitting on the benches at the playgrounds, we're doing it. Licking everyone's mailbox. We're licking the mailboxes, we're taking the Corona Challenge. (laughs) And there are lots of fucking kids in this neighborhood, which is great. And lots of kids on, like, various forms of transportation. Mm. Boy, oh boy, is there a lot of shit out there now, right? You see the scooter. You see the skateboard. We saw a dude cruise by on, like, a motorized skateboard the other day. Have you seen one of those? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You got the little, it's like a power glove. I don't, is that how that works? Yeah. It's, like, connected to a thing yeah, like the little hole jesus yeah. christ well it was wild they're going out of business oh fuck wow. i think rest in peace oh i think yeah. a lot of those companies are in trouble like the one wheel and stuff you can't fly with yeah. them you can't really like you're just kind of locked in with them sometimes they explode <laughs> so here's my thing is right before the move you know well not right before probably a year or two before the move like after making it for like eight garage sales and cuts and blah 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 i got rid of my scooter I got rid of my my razor equivalent scooter. I think it was a JD bug. Mm. Classic. Hmm. I'm going to be 30 years old in October. How do you feel about me picking one of these things up and cruising around the neighborhood? Am I too old? Is it weird? What's got, going on? What's no. the appropriate vehicle? Cassie, I got talk- three questions for you. Okay. okay. That will answer. That will help you answer this question yourself. Question number one. Yeah. Are you are, are you happy in your marriage? Yes, very. Okay, very so fulfilled. we're not trying to impress anyone at this point. No. We're good, right? You're not yeah. trying to impress the neighborhood kids? I'm not trying to impress the neighborhood kids, but these are not just like Joe fucking Schmo that I'll never see again, right? They right. are my neighbors. I'm going to have to live next to them for an indeterminate amount of time. Okay. This this is the least question number two. It'd be different if it was like, hey, you're coming to visit Austin. I'd be like, yeah, put me on the most fucking stupid ass thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Elmer denied me. All I wanted to do was ride one of those scooters and he wouldn't. Yeah. And I wasn't going to let you do that. Hook Um, up the bird scooter. No. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was like New Year's. The streets were a mess. Everyone was drunk driving, probably. Oh, I was just looking out for my boy. Yeah. Okay. Um, Question number two. Do you own the property you're living on? Well, I mean, through... I, through Tom Nook through and all mortgage. Budge. Yeah, right. through Tom Nook. Mm-hmm. Right. Fuck them, is what I say now. You you mm-hmm. live here. You've worked hard your whole life. You're a homeowner. You're taking the I'm a grown-ass man approach. Yeah, I can do worst I case, they're going to be like, huh, isn't that cute? That, that dude rides a scooter. What a quirky guy, they'll say. Yeah. You live in Portland, which is kind of my third question. Do you live in a place where this is not that weird? It's I mean, it's definitely not that weird. I just worry I'm I'm worried I'm too old. But I guess if I saw like a 40 guy, a 40 year old guy cruising down on a scooter, I'd be like, fuck, yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. It. Half the people are going to be like, fuck, yeah. I wish I was that like happy in life that I can yeah. enjoy a scooter. 
or they're going to be like, huh, that's it. You know, I don't think I don't think the scooter brings up too many red flags. And Andy skates. Yeah, that's weird. So wait, would you get a Would you get a skateboard? Well, I'd have to learn how to skateboard, mm-hmm. which is a no go once you hit past like 16. Now, it's really the hard. skateboard is not fun to ride. Because you might any road that's not like perfectly smooth, you're going to be like, this sucks. Yeah. There's no you're fun. You're going to break your wrist. Like, then it's going to suck. On a scooter, you're not going to have a scooter injury. Maybe a, so, b- a fucked up ankle. <laughs> yeah, you'll mm-hmm. wrap your, you'll like whap your, your shin. You'll try to do like one of those little tail a spins. Board. Yeah. A longboard might help you. That's still scary, though. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're not comfortable scary. on a skateboard already, I feel like it's we're all too late. Like, it's fucked if we don't know how to use a skateboard at this but point. But I feel like with a, cats, with a longboard... Because I, I rode a longboard one time and I tried to ride it like a skateboard and it did not go well. But I feel like it, they both require that like balance thing that is the core part of the skateboard situation. Like being comfortable. Mm-hmm. And also like, put myself on blast one more time. Remember, cannot ride a bike. Now, see, Cass, I think I, say, I think you go yeah. back to basics. We do a six yeah. episode mini docuseries. The man with two wheels. The Cassidy Sergeant story, colon, learning how to ride a bike at age 29. I would actually love itself. to do this. I would yeah. I would really love to teach you how to ride a bike. Like That'd be the can, one Cass, thing I have, could teach you. We get some B-roll of you Amber have like big... laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just, I think it'd be really cute. Yeah, you have big Portland bike energy, I think. Yeah, you, you have definitely have Portland bike energy. Yeah, you definitely have the legs for it. You're all legs. Okay, this is gonna be something I'll have to think about. I, I mean, I really think I'd, the scooter I, situation. If you yeah. would you get like a razor, or would you like try to get like some fancier version of that? Are you looking for a street a, a street scooter or like? So uh, I, I I don't want anything electric or motorized because okay. half the point mm-hmm. is to like have a little bit of physical exercise. Right. Right. <clears throat> I'm not like trying to get anywhere. I just want to like cruise around. Um. You can get the ones that I think there's so like the scooters I, now that are a little bit longer. They got the bigger, the bigger wheels on them. That might I'd be a ha, I'd thing. I'd have to take a look. I'd An off-road scooter. I mean, I see people riding those, the ones Sam's talking about, like a little bit longer, a little bit bigger, like kind of like a man's scooter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I see dudes riding those to the fucking train. Yeah, it's like a young professional scooter for sure. Mm. <laughs> a YP scooter. Okay. Now, do you guys remember the ripsticks? Mm. Oh, oh yeah dude so check this shit out i'm having this conversation with a friend of the show my wife amber and i'm like hey i wish i had that fucking scooter so this is the tragedy of it is i owned that scooter and it sat in our garage while we had like our you know shitty ass gravel driveway like absolutely nowhere for us to ride right now this is like fucking scooter and skater paradise and i just got rid of the thing (laughs) so i'm like hey i wish that i had that scooter i'm thinking about maybe picking one up with part of our tax refund or my bonus and she's like i want to get a ripstick (laughs) so there we go damn that that's like a hard that's like your wife calling you a bitch like she's the one up in you dude (laughs) a ripstick is so complex and hard oh yeah yeah no our ripsticks are hard to ride I, i can't touch that that's so scary, dude. That's, I think it's all. It all goes back to the, the the skateboard thing. It's that balance thing. If you don't feel it already in your bones when you step on a skateboard, if your first thought when you step on a skateboard is like, "Oh fuck, 
<laughs> that's it. Like, it's too late. I think it's really hard to, like, get that part back. My first thought when I step on a skateboard is I'm about to pop off a dark slide real quick. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> You're real Rodney Mullen I'm going to go Rodney Mullen. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Now, I know, Andy, I'm sure you did. But, Elmer, did you have those, like, plastic ramps to go on your skateboard <laughs> and stuff with and, like, your oh, bike? fuck yeah. No. The craziest mm-hmm. I got with all of this, like, this world of, of transportation is I had a razor, mm-hmm. used it on my in my driveway, on my street, growing up. That was it. I learned how to ollie with it. That was the coolest thing, which is not really an ollie. You just have to kind of pull jump. and jump. A bunny hop, uh, I think. A bunny hop. Sure, yes. Um, I owned maybe three different skateboards in my lifetime. Never bought one outright. Multiple times got close, you know, mm. in a Borders or something. Mm-hmm. Not the bookstore, but the, the skate store. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, always wanted one. But I always got talked out of it because I'm such a coward. Mm. So even the skate, I remember I had a, a, the only real quote unquote unquote skateboard I had was an element one Mm. that was a a hand me down from a cousin. And I was like, this is, this is a cool skateboard. This is a real skateboard. I can, this skateboard isn't Tony Hawk. It's a real skateboard. Yeah. But it just never really went too far. You know, I would practice in my driveway and eventually gave up. Yeah. So no ramps. Andy, did you have the ramps? I had the ramps. Uh, I feel like they never actually, like, they're kind of poorly designed. I mean, they're made of plastic. (laughs) So, like, going over them on your skateboard was always a mess. And then we would use our bikes and go over them. Yeah. And, like, I've definitely fallen many a time (laughs) on those fucking, like, X Game branded. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have have to put like a rock behind it so it doesn't like move when you're right over it? (laughs) No way. It just kind of. It's just moving. (laughs) (laughs) That's part of the danger. We used to have to like, like you'd set it all up and then like, all right, I'm going to hit it. Oh, there's a car coming. Get it out of the street. Pull it real quick. All right. All right. Push push it back. Go, go, go. (laughs) And then as soon as a car came, you had to put it back or push it out of the street again. So all, all I ever wanted was one of those like rails, right? That you got in the CCS, oh, the CCS magazine, but it was like 200 bucks. Oh, CCS. I oh know, my God. Andy, I know you're getting like four of those a month. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> we had a CCS store. Wow. I'm jealous. Wow. But so, so I wanted one of these dead rails now. and my dad was like, no, it's too expensive. I know. I'll make you one. I'll just weld you <laughs> up a fucking rail. And so my dad bought me, it's like a, he bought like a four by four piece of wood uh, and then ne- er, screwed on like two L bracket pieces of like, I don't know, steel or some sort of metal. And that shit was sharp. Um, <laughs> and uh, it was uh, God bless my father, but it was not it was not safe. <laughs> not <laughs> And I definitely ate shit on it multiple times, uh, but eh, it was fun. I mean. Had some great some great memories on that boy. See, I had a neighbor with the ramps and we weren't using them for bikes and skateboards and scooters and shit. We would just like launch our fucking toys off of them. Mm. We were big toy Mm. destroyers. (laughs) So the so the ramps (laughs) were uh, were like a nice element. Well, not full Sid. Yeah. Mm. Man, see, I have this weird memory. So there's this part of my childhood that I've tried to repress really hard, but. Uh, both my parents worked 
So I, I, my babysitter was the old lady across the street. Hmm. Yeah. Now, there was some pros and cons to this. The cons, not my mother, not my father. Mm-hmm. You, you can know? crawl on the ground and go Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> dude, I got a good Metal Gear story about this that I'll get to. But so this, this lady's grandson ended up being a good school friend until one day he punched me in the face. Oh. Don't really remember what happened. Wow. We made up after that. And we were friends again, but it was never the same, you know, that yeah. really, that really, that really fucked up our relationship. Um, but she had all these other grandchildren that would absolutely torture me, like, mm-hmm. like fucked up in the sense that like, why you don't know this kid? This isn't your cousin, you know, like it's <laughs> different when it's like your relatives and you're like, well, I guess this is kind of part of the, the social contract. I got to take out all my shit on you because you're mm-hmm. smaller. And I'm not talking about like nagging. Yeah, I'm not talking about getting beat, but just like emotional abuse, you know, like, yeah. you know, bullying, not little bullying. T, little T trauma. Yeah. <laughs> and there was this one one kid who I'm pretty sure. I don't know if he still isn't. I don't know if he went to prison again, but he was in jail at some point. You won. And yeah. This kid had issues and was clearly dealing them dealing with them in an unhealthy way but he was very much a sid like he he had nothing but slipknot shirts he had like the 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 gauges on his ears Mm. like you know punk hair it was the whole thing and he liked blowing stuff up with fireworks and at some point he started running out of his own shit Mm. started blowing up my toys Mm. And then and then it got to a point where like I outgrew I got older to a point where like he couldn't do that shit anymore. And then I'll I'll never forget we set up a yard sale, my dad and I. And I was getting rid of a bunch of toys. I was saving up for like a DS or some shit. And I sold them all my toys. All my old toys. And just the irony of them having to pay for them was <laughs> like that unlocked something in my brain where I was like, oh, you can win. You know? This is how I win. This is how I win. Uh, Metal Gear story though that you just reminded me of I stayed with this babysitter for way too long because my parents were very uh, concerned about me being home alone so I was there I probably didn't start staying home alone till like sophomore year in high school oh, maybe okay. around then okay. maybe freshman year but even I, I don't know I'm not going to give them the benefit of the doubt so what I would do is when my mom would ground me like, she'd be like, you can't play PS4, like, and, like, only on the weekends or something, or, like, do your homework first, or whatever the fuck. I would, I found a spare key in my house at some point, of my own home. Because, you know, I didn't need a, a house key at this point, I was so young, I was, like, in middle school. Got that house key, hid it from everyone, never spoke a word. And then what I would do, is I would just find a way to distract my babysitter. Go outside. Just be like, oh, I'm going to go play outside. You stay in here and do whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I would like sprint across the street. I would make sure no one saw me. And then, oh, shit. No, no, no. This was before the key, guys. This is before the key. <laughs> my my window in my room was the emergency escape window. You know how like some windows have rails, like like an iron fence thing on it? Does this make sense? Like, like bars in a prison? 
like bars in a prison, okay. but they were like in a design kind of thing. Okay, okay. you know, it was like not, this is an upscale prison cast. This is prison, but in <laughs> yeah. French. It's white collar. You're talking about my childhood home, right? <laughs> this is where Epstein went. Yeah, but they all had these these rails. Like every single window in the house had them, and it was like it had this little like uh, a shelf thing where we like my mom would put plants and stuff. Like it was it was a cool feature on these windows, but that meant you couldn't really jump in and out of them. Except my bedroom, I, my bedroom one, I discovered sometime that it was the emergency one that you could pop open and the, the, the metal thing swings open. So what I would do is in the morning, I would unlatch it from the inside, go to school, hope no one broke into my house in the meantime, and then sneak out of my babysitter's house, run across the street, jump in through the window on the outside, go grab the fucking PS2, sneak that shit back out. Run back inside, pretend I had it in my backpack the entire time, and then just set it up, which was kind of normal for my babysitter, and she didn't know that I was grounded. And then right before my mom was coming home, I would have to repeat the whole process. And I remember this shit being like heart pounding, gotta make sure no one sees. Like, who's gonna, even if someone saw me, what are they gonna say, right? Dun, like, dun, dun. <laughs> but I remember, dude, this, this shit was like, that's, this is when I... This is all a lot of, I think my babysitter situation really impacted my entire, my entire childhood and it fucked me up a little bit, but I was stealing my own PS2 and returning it <laughs> during the day. Now, was this only when you were grounded or like, was this happening uh, on a daily basis? No, it was like, if I wasn't grounded, it well, it was also, I think maybe it wasn't even when I was grounded all the time because I couldn't take my PS2 to school. Yeah. Right. And I was going straight from after school to my babysitter's house. Mm. So and maybe that was the situation, too. Mm. And I couldn't let my mom know that I was breaking into our own house. But I know for sure it, was, it probably came out of me being grounded. So that ingenuity. Yeah. You're you are a regular solid snake. Yeah, man. I remember doing some crawling in the back side of my house. (laughs) Yeah. So, Uh, yeah, someone else can go. I was just going to ask Andy if he he had any antics like this. I definitely did not. Did any of you have Uh, a babysitter? uh, I did up until like, I think, first grade. And then I remember like on the weekends, I think my... Like, you know, if my parents had some shit to do, uh, my one of my best friend's brothers would come over and I would watch him play Spyro. Uh, and mm. that was how we spent my time babysitting. So when did you when did you all when did your parents start letting you stay home alone? Do you guys remember the moment? I want to say like early middle school. Yeah, yeah it's probably like sixth grade for me. Yeah, pretty early, probably probably like fifth grade. But also like there was like a maybe 45 minute window where I was home when my parents weren't home. Mm, Yeah, see, I guess for me, like I would have gone out of school around 2.30. My mom didn't get home until like 7.30. Yeah, that's I mean, that's a Mm, long time. That's a big chunk of change. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, mine was probably like 3 to 5.30, like a couple of hours. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wild stuff, man. I it's remember, interesting though, because now as an adult, like you kind of 
where do you stand on that? Like, do you think you let your kids stay home alone? I think it depends on the kid. Yeah, it's a good yeah. call. Got to know them. There are some. Yeah. There are some shitty kids, and there are some great kids that are totally self sufficient. Do you set up the cat cameras, like the motion detection ones? You go ankle bracelet for them. You make them put mm. it on. House arrest. Baby. I feel like you can't do any of that. I, it's a balance, right? Because you are worried, and you are worried. But, yeah, but, but I feel like, like it you encourages can't fuck up them. the kid. Yeah, it encourages them yeah. to not trust you and all this other shit. Yeah, like, and then I'm the like. You're the bad guy. I'm a spy on you. You're the warden. <laughs> yeah, mm. man. My par- my parents did so much of that shit, and I think honestly, it's just because they were scared. Fucking, you know, yeah. new to America, First they don't know what the parenting. fuck's going on. Yeah, like, and then just different shit, right? Like, shit changed so much from 1997 to the 2000s when I was mm-hmm. growing up. Technology, and everything, everything was scary. I wasn't able to yep. like have social media for a while. I had to mm. be sneaky about having a Facebook account. In yeah. a MySpace, especially. I made a MySpace and got in trouble. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, I got in so much trouble. Um, it had a Donkey Kong background. I had like a black and red checkered, like Hot Topic background. Mm. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. How close it, were any of you guys to getting gauges? Because I feel like a couple of people in this call are pretty close. I came pretty close. I definitely. <laughs> I came close. My mom would have stopped me no matter what, but I came close. I think Chuck would have killed me. Yeah, I definitely, I, I definitely wanted them, and I definitely wanted the snake bites. Yeah, I'm familiar, but explain I, it to people who are not. So, if you're not familiar with the snake bites, you get the the two lip piercings on your on either oh. side, and it looked like you had little snake fangs or something. I uh, hate that. I feel like gauges are like a little timeless. And I feel like they still work today. Snake bites. Do not work today. No. I feel like they look bad. However, you actually don't see any lip piercings. I'm thinking about it. Like, that was such a big thing, I feel like, in the 2000s. And now I don't see, like, you maybe see a little, like, nose nose stud, I feel like, is as Mm -hmm. much as you see it. And people that have those were people that got them in middle school, right? Like, that's the only people that have those now. It's older people. Like, young kids don't think that shit's cool. Yeah. When I was real little, I remember my dad had his eyebrow pierced for, like, Mm. Damn. A few months and then I don't it just went away. He never did it again. Damn. I'm that not really was, sure like, that how was it happened. Probably the closest I came was uh Eyebrow? So listen up though, it's stupid. <laughs> when I was uh when I was in like middle school or whatever and I'm fu- on fucking aim, you know, doing my aim quote unquote mm-hmm. dating. Yeah. <clears throat> some girl I was sweet on was like, Oh yeah, you should get an eyebrow piercing. And I'm like, Oh, okay, here we go, dude. <laughs> So yeah, that's that's the closest I ever came. But Gas, that's how I also starts. legally could not have gotten it done at that point. I don't think. So. Gas, can I make a very rash judgment about you <laughs> without any sure. without any consequence? I'll steal myself. Yeah, absolutely, without any consequence. There was a kid in my high school who he got a tongue he got his tongue pierced, mm-hmm. and the little piercing vibrated, and oh, I feel boy. like that has big Cass energy. That's. Okay, without any consequence. I hear you. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> am I am I off base? You wouldn't get a vibrating tongue ring? Can I talk can I speak freely? Yeah. What about me would make you think that I would want a vibrating tongue ring? I don't know. What what in our however many year relationship at this point is like, yeah, that's a cast. Like thing. In, in high school. You like want to no. feel like it's like maybe you want to be a little edgy. You just got off going to the hoop. 
No, no. See, see, that's that's the thing. That was a very tight window. That was like eighth grade was a or like really seventh grade seventh grade was like my bad boy phase okay <laughs> and then i grew out of it now i'm a nice boy okay i, take but I was a nice I'm boy in sorry. high school too no you don't you don't have to be sorry okay. in eighth grade i wanted the i wanted my septum pierced mm. oh because boy. i i hung out with a kid who got his septum pierced in new york by like a sketchy place that didn't call his parents <laughs> and i remember thinking that looks cool. And also, all he did to hide it from his parents was yeah. flip, flip it up it into up. his nose. Yeah. And I was like, this is genius. Like, Gosh. But I, I, like, it hurt. Like, I remember when he got it done and he was like, it killed me. Damn. Like, right through that middle of your nose. I know lots of people with septum piercings. I, I am so thankful, man, that like, and it seems like we all came from a similar place or like, our parents, if our parents said yes, we probably would have pulled the trigger. And all of our parents, luckily, were like, nah. Um, but I'm just so thankful I had that barrier. Because, like, I, I look back at the kid now who got, who, like, was the kid with gauges. And, like, his parents just let him. And I was always like, man, I wish I had your parents. And that dude just kept expanding them and expanding them and expanding them over the course of middle school. And then by the time we got to high school and that shit was not cool anymore, it was like, bro, what's wrong with your ears? Why can you (laughs) stretch your earlobe to your fucking mouth? That's gross. And now that kid still has to deal with that. Like, that is permanent. Yeah, you just got to snip them off. I know. Imagine showing up to a job interview with that shit. I won. Thank you, mom. I had had my ear pierced. I just had a stud in it. Yeah. Should bring that. That back. was like a, I convinced my mom and like, did, I don't think she told my dad till like after I got it. <laughs> now, did you go to Claire's to get it done? I got, went to Claire's. <laughs> Classic. I don't think my mom would have given a fuck, honestly. Really? Yeah. But I, I just, that, that was not my energy. Yeah. I have a, I, or ha- I think I had some commitment issues, so. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Did those commitment issues come up when you were uh, courting your wife? Um, I don't know. You tell me. We only dated for 10 years. Oh, okay. (laughs) From the outside looking in, I would say uh, uh, some would argue yes. How long did you have that rock sitting with you before you gave it to her? Uh, Like a week, dude. It was burning a fucking hole in my pocket. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. That shit seems hard to just keep. You talked about it on the show. And then you were gone an episode. And then you came back and it's like, oh. I'm engaged. Yep. How did you maneuver? I'm just going to ask you a bunch of questions about this because I I was thinking about it the other day and I was like, I don't know what your process was like. How did you maneuver like paying for it without her knowing? Or did you guys not have separate accounts at that time? Separate accounts. Okay. Okay. So that's easy. Okay. That's so that man, just the whole, the whole thing that you did it, man. What are you, two years now? (laughs) Uh, Every every time I think about it, it's like, yeah, three three years in August. Yeah. Yeah, two and a half. Man, good for you. You think you made the right decision? I don't know, man. I watched that Love is Blind show and it just really opened my eyes up to a lot of things. (laughs) Or closed your eyes to a lot of things. (laughs) Can we we make a hard right turn? Has has everyone else watched Love is Blind? No. I'm complete. Yeah, I've watched it. All right. Elmer, do you plan on watching it? No. 
This shit's wild. It's so fucking I've seen crazy. enough clips to know the gist and the order of operations. Give us the um, elevator pitch here, Sam. Okay. So, Cassidy, you're one of maybe 10 men. And there's, well, uh, Elmer, because you're one of 10 men. And there's 10 women on an opposite side of a house. You can't see them. They can't see you. You can see all the other guys. The girls can see all the other girls. And then you go on in these one, like these small one-on-one rooms and you just talk to them. You can't see the other person, but you fall in love. The catch is the wedding is in one month to whomever you choose and to whomever chooses you. And it's crazy. Some of these people, So if you decide to get engaged, yeah, then they send you to like an island for yeah. like your honeymoon, essentially, mm-hmm. with all of the other couples who also got engaged. Some yeah. of these people you may have previously liked. Yeah. And then now I'm, I'm at that. I'm past the, the honeymoon part and now I'm in the real world and the, mm-hmm. the knives are coming out. So oh, then yeah. they move into like an apartment together to live together and plan their wedding. Yeah, shit's wild. Uh, so you're not done, Sam? I'm not done. I'm slowly oh getting through God, it. Oh, my God, dude. That you need to make that your plan today is play some Animal Crossing and finish Love is Blind. I know. I got like three episodes left, I think. Pour uh, yourself a nice lemonade or something. <laughs> just fucking get crazy. <laughs> but yeah, I just like I feel like I'm rooting for some of these people. But man, some of these people I really want to just fail because like they're so annoying and they're so pretentious. I mean, classic reality TV, right? Classic reality you got, TV. You got your villains, you got your heroes. And the There's villains a very are small number oblivious. of people on the show that I feel like I like. Yeah. Who do you like? I don't know anyone's names. Oh, man, I got them all. I'll help you. I, uh, I really like Lauren and the other guy, Cameron. Lauren and Cameron? The, uh... Yeah, the, there's the black Lauren girl. and Cameron. That's the interracial couple, yeah. Andy. Oh, yeah, yeah, I like both of them. Yep. Yep. I'm really rooting uh, for uh, the girl from Argentina and that guy. Giannina. Giannina. Giannina and Damien. She seems like a firecracker. If uh, if it yeah. doesn't work out with him, hit me up. Call me up, G. Uh, yeah, that's about it. The show is good. If you have Netflix, check it out. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the show. OK, let me be clear. The show is not good, but the show is good. The show is yeah. good to watch. I think. I mean, you know what I mean. It's it's trash. Yeah. And as long as you know that, you'll enjoy it. Yeah. You don't like Jessica? She deserves no. whatever. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I, I feel like I see where this is going. She deserves whatever she gets. <laughs> you feel like you see where it's going? Uh, yeah. It's. A, hmm. I feel bad for. Bet. For Mark. Babe. Babe. I'm so sorry, babe. <laughs> Um, Andy, anyway. or, okay. If you guys, <clears throat> let's let's say, would you guys go on one of these shows? If no. extenuating circumstances were the case, not the case. Absolutely not. No. No. Elmer. Never. My fucking nerves couldn't handle it. It's not yeah. a matter of like you know, oh, it seems so fake, or the people are so horrible. Like I could get past all that, but like my anxiety would just be through the fucking roof. Being on TV, being on camera all the time, worrying I might say the wrong thing. Yep. No. I think I could deal with that. I think it's just the <clears throat> two different things. One, you're that guy. Like, that's it. You realize that all these dudes on The Bachelor are trying to promote their music. No one gives a shit about their music afterwards. That shit does, that's not how that works. 
You're 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 that guy above everything now. Jack White got his start on The Bachelor. No, you didn't. Fine. Are you are you actually gaslighting me or? You trying? To, I know he did it. By the way, I don't know why I even let you <laughs> get me this far. Um, and I forgot my number two, but it just well, I guess like we all understand we're all adults. You're just because you marry this person on the show doesn't mean you're married to them. So I guess like that aspect doesn't scare anyone really. Like it's not like you're fucking legally tied to this person for real. I think that's how that but, works. No, I mean divorce. But that's but I mean, yeah, but that sucks. Like, don't just don't just get married. Like, marriage is supposed to mean something. That well, is yeah, actually, that's, actually that's like what a pet peeve of mine. The people on the show who are like, no, oh, if it doesn't work up or work out, we'll just split up. So well, then don't fucking get married. <laughs> and sure, two very boring, awful people that like deserve each other <clears throat> could find true love on that show on any of these shows. But I think none of us are attracted to the people that are on there, either gender. It doesn't matter. It's just not. It's not our vibe. So I just feel like it's a waste of my my it's a waste of the show for me to be on it because I'm not going to I'm not going to buy it. I don't want to take that spot from someone much more dumb and deserving. Now, let me ask you another question, Omer. If I were to go on The Bachelorette, would you support me? No. Wow. Immediately distance myself from you. Um, well, I don't know. There's actually a lot of... Is bachelor or Bachelorette is pretty... Um, it's a pretty big deal. I could probably capitalize on saying I know that guy. Yeah. But, wow. he, but so I'm in here's a relationship, the thing. I applied, I applied so to be on matter. the show. I went to abc.com backslash casting. Filled mm-hmm. out my thing. Uh, I, I didn't... I, I did not lie about my height. They have not emailed me back. Uh, but I blame the virus. Sure. Yeah, would you Would you watch if I were on a season? Would you watch it? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. Of course. 100%. Yeah. I would. I would be cringing the entire time, but I would watch it. Damn. Well, I'm gonna hold like you to that. It's one of those like someday. Do you want to know how the sausage gets made, though, Sam? Would it ruin it for you? No, I'm trying to find true love. I'm so curious about the behind the scenes of these shows. Yeah, it's got to be like I. So I watched my first season of The Bachelor with old pilot Pete and like that shit's got to be it's it's got to be so like fake and so like. Produced. Uh, I think we talked about it, but like where he like invited one girl to a date and oh, her ex-boyfriend was the singer in the concert. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, oh, what are the chances? This shit's so fake. But I'm trying to find true love. So. I mean, even in Love is Blind, they do like the we just woke up, we're talking in bed scenes. And I'm like, what was the process like to shoot these? Like they come in, they're like, all right, get back in bed. Act like you just woke up. Give a whole nice little little talk right now. Yeah. It's just weird to me. Yeah, I always think about that. Like the the, the poor cameramen. That are just trying to like do their job, and these people are like, "Let's, let's do it, let's bang it out right now." And this, the cameraman's like, "I don't, I don't know what to do. Well, I guess I'll film it." So, boys, are the '80s still a thing? 
I feel like when I was growing up, when I was like younger, <clears throat> the 80s were like more of a thing, like more of a cultural touchstone. And I feel like nobody ever talks about the fucking 80s anymore. I think some of 80s culture is still very much present um, in like our general cultural lexicon. But I do think all of this stuff is cyclical. And it's kind of hard because it's an ever-ending timeline at this moment, even though it looks like it's going to end soon. Uh, I, like, I feel like we have shifted over to, like, the 90s a little bit, you know? I think the 80s were a little hotter in the early 2000s. 90s. Like, I, I feel like the 70s are still more relevant than the 80s are. In what way? Sure, I think the the iconography maybe, but, like, when you think about music, like, the 80s still dominates, like, even just, like, music... Uh, you know, current music is still very much like pulled from the eighties. Hmm. Yeah. I was just thinking about that the other day when I was riding my razor scooter around my neighborhood. You know what <laughs> I was thinking about that is very similar hmm. is the two thousands are very definable and very tangible. Um, at least to me, like I think of like extreme culture and, uh, loud and big and, 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 and you, you know, the two thousands. Yes. Mm -hmm. We are done with the 2010s. And I think we're not far enough removed to be able to assess it honestly yet. But it's kind of interesting how I don't truly know what the like vibe and identity of the 2010s is or is going to be with a little bit more retrospectivity. Um, like the biggest things that come to me mind, and it's maybe because we're about to hit another recession, is the 2020, 2010s was like us bouncing back from the recession and excess all over again. You know, us, you know, losing power to these millionaires. And now we're dealing with the out with the fallout of that. You got the MCU. You know, I think Amazon, Google, everyone entering our homes and owning us. Maybe that's the 2010s. But it is kind of interesting. How I don't think there's like a singular image I have of the 2010s like I do for the 2000s at this point. Yeah, I feel like the overall like almost half of. The 2010s was existential, existential dread. You know, sure. I think meme culture definitely. Well, I think the internet, right? Like, the internet was around in the 2000s, but maybe by 2010, the accessibility of the internet, I, and I internet do language becoming a thing. I think it is honestly like that meme culture and the whole like ironic culture and like apathy around like apathy oh, is a good you know, one way it's to fine it. yeah. like this is fine you know look the whole, whole world's fucking burning down around me great you know yeah. it's like that yeah. feels very 2010s to me and you I know like apathy dude is uh, a one word summary fucking yeah. tide pod culture and you know all jersey that shore you, jersey shore you know yeah like, you know, the uh, fucking, yeah, do you know the way? It's like that we're, the ship's going down and we're all on it and who fucking cares? <laughs> I do look forward to like. It's very 2010s the, energy. The, the memes that are so, from the 2010s, like the things that are so hard to explain why they're funny. Like there's, there's so many layers of irony. The fucking, like the E meme. <laughs> yeah. Or like, why is the isopod meme, like why is isopod <laughs> funny and. <laughs> I'm still trying to yeah. answer that one, doggy. Like, are we going to look back on those like we look back on Rage Comics? I think so. I think, well, I, I think I went to a, a museum installation when I was in New York. Um, or not an installation, a gallery. And it was all about, like, it was memes. It was like, here's a bunch of shit that, like, doesn't really make sense. But it's kind of weird that this was, like, 
It's all it's iconography that's recognizable at this point, whether you understand it or no or or not. Um, you know, like Pepe the Frog is like an icon, right? And I don't mean that in like the you know cultural way, but I mean like the iconography is so iconic, right? Yeah, and and I, all this shit. So I think it's it would be interesting to like kind of see because like we we get all that like oh we remember oh shit that boy like we remember like all these like one month memes but like yes. oh lord he coming yeah <laughs> and like but like someone like our parents like what would they how would they respond to well i think we do know that answer right is uh i mean well, I think somebody somebody used the word somebody used the phrase earlier but like it is a shared language yeah and like genuinely that's that's why i think like the e meme versus like rage comics like rage comics will probably age worse because they're very to the point you know there there's not a lot of depth to it and like you can call all kinds of bullshit you want but i'm going to i'm going to plant my flag here that like there's there's more depth and there's more like interesting (laughs) shit to the e comic listen to me i'm I'm laughing because you're so right because you're on the notes there is like a shared language to it right and if somebody says oh it's just random bullshit yes it is random bullshit but like there's certain kinds of random bullshit that would work and be funny and certain kinds that wouldn't. And like this works for a very specific reason using that cultural language of like, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's like it is it is targeted absurdity. It's not just random bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. It Cass, think, go ahead. Do you like when we send those memes? It depends on the meme. So sometimes like I don't quite get the deep fried variety. <laughs> Like that doesn't really add a whole lot for me. And like, I don't really wrap my head around the isopod memes. Wow. Uh, Damn. But like, I'm, but I'm a fan of the e-meme. Too. Absolutely. I, I get down with Farquaad all fucking day. <laughs> that shit is funny to me. I love Farquaad. E. And I, I like our LinkedIn thread. of e-memes. Oh, man. <laughs> Thanks for your message. E. Sincerely. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that, that shit's going to be interesting to see how, like, what are, you know, like, we look back on certain generations with either too much judgment or too little judgment. And I, I think it's going to be interesting. Our kids are going to be like, because everything is seeming more and more politicized and more, everyone's more politically active, uh, whether it's true, like, political activity or just, you know, I'm going to pretend for for whatever. I think this shit's going to kind of be defined. Like our kids are going to be like, you guys just let this happen. You guys were so (laughs) consumed by like memes and the MCU and the ease of Amazon that none of you stopped to think, Oh shit. Like they're just taking the world over. Well, it's like the whole like Greta Thunberg thing, right? Of like, Hey, I should be in school. I should not be the one having to tell you guys to like, please chill out. But here I am. Yeah. Yeah. And then you got it's 45 gonna, year olds trying to roast her on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. God, there was I, I was reading the other day, it was something like under 30s was like 13% voter turnout. Jeez. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. We, have, we have no one to blame but us. Yeah. Wild times, man. Wild times. And I think, like, again, we're about to hit the cycle. Drop into a recession, probably. Shit's not looking great for the world at the moment. It's going to be weird. Yeah, this this hole we have right now in in normalcy 
It's gonna let Amazon have an even wider stranglehold. They're like the true winner of this shit. I have definitely entered into the content. like praying and being worried about my local spots phase yeah. of the crisis. Yeah, so like damn. I hope my restaurants survive this. I hope you know fucking Powell's, my city of books down in Portland, like they just had to close and lay off everybody, and said like we may not be able to come back. Oh really, Powell's? That's an institution. I know. Like I Man. see, I don't understand like. I mean, obviously, I don't understand, like, how all of that, like, works, but, like... Low-margin uh, like, establishments. Like, can't we just hit the fucking pause button? On what? On, On everything. What? People gotta get paid. But if like, you're not making money, how do you pay your employees, Sam? But, yeah, but, I mean, but how... Like, I, I understand that, but, like, pausing, it's like, yeah, like... But everything pauses, like, yeah, I, like, understand they have to pay rent, but, like, fucking pause it. Like pause what the rent, like how much rent costs like that, you know, well, then what is that? What is that what landlord is that supposed for, to do? Yeah, how do they that? get money? Sure. There's evil landlords. You can you, you put your picturing. But what about if Cassie was like renting out his house and Cassie depended on that money? Like it all it all rolls up to somebody to his mortgage. Like, sure. It eventually all rolls up to someone you could easily classify as evil. If, well, if no, 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 that, that's not even what I'm saying. It's like, OK, so, you know, the landlord's got to pay for groceries. Great. Let's pause on that. The grocery store is a fucking socialist organization now. It's like, OK, what do the fucking farmers do now? They're just giving yeah. away food for free. That's right. True. And they're getting fucked. Yeah. Uh, the problem right now is there's no safety net for anyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except like the these banks people are, and the airlines. Yeah. Like people are losing their jobs at these restaurants and it's like, oh, well, like, sorry. Yeah. That ripples. No one saw this coming. Yeah. And like, now when you may need healthcare the most, I, I can't give it to you and you don't have it because we hitched our wagon to employer based healthcare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just annoying. There's, it's it's going to be like annoying. genuinely yeah. a different world after this. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this, this is wild. And I think that's, that's the, the craziest thing is that there is no, you know, things like the, the UBI being thrown around. Even if it's just temporary, universal basic income. Um, sure, that'll bump up the economy a little bit, you know. And like for us that are, you know, uh, luckily not in dire straits, it's going to still help us, right? And help uh, us give to the economy. But that can only do so much when you got fucking the airline holding their, you know, 60% of their staff hostage. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy stuff. If you are being wild, negatively man. impacted out there, we we feel for you. Yeah, yeah definitely. Man. Stay safe. Be good. All that. And do wash your hands. Like, honestly, I, I hope <laughs> if everything went back to normal and the only change that came out of this was people wash their hands more. Hey, yeah. this would be this would be a fucking blessing. So and also like order delivery from your local businesses. Yeah, they're still out there. Yeah. Support your local dominoes. <laughs> so hey, my go roommate, to essential businesses only, like GameStop. Yeah. Like GameStop. So my roommate and I did an experiment. And we got out two plates of water and or uh, put pepper in like both of them, right? Oh, yeah. I saw did, <laughs> did you guys see this? So I, I we, saw the video. So if you didn't see it, you put your finger in and the pepper sticks to your finger. You wash your hand, you stick your hand in some soap. And then you stick your hand in the second plate of water and like all the pepper spreads away from you. Mm-hmm. Now, it one, it's I mean, that's it's crazy that that it did that. 
I don't know if that's how soap actually works or if that's just like some weird like side effect of like the soap in the water. But I don't know. I thought it was really cool. That's um, how soap actually works. I uh, I posted a YouTube video experiment <laughs> about it. <laughs> did you? Yeah, I did. I'll find the link. Send oh. it to you. Well, anyways, I we <clears throat> made I made my own version uh, and I can. I don't know. I guess it's a pretty shitty video, but uh, I look nice in it. <laughs> you always look nice. Thanks. Did anything good happen to anyone else this week? Any? I mean, any look, we, Animal Crossing is fun, man. Oh, yeah. Animal, Animal Crossing is out. We all luckily have our health. I think we know a lot of people that have their health and, you know, got jobs and are, 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 are making it by. Yes. So that's that's really all you can do right now be kind to others be kind to yourself um you know i think i think there there is, is some good every now and then yeah but it sucks that like where you know you do feel powerless and that's all you can do yeah it's just do wash your hands be nice to people be nice to yourself your four it's basic principles fine. wash your hands be nice to yourself be nice to people and wear a hat because that has Ooh. been the episode of Hat Word Pause, the three out of force hat podcast. Uh, you can find Elmer at. At Elmer is not mad. And Sam, I think uh, you now you got to make an awkward pause hat. That Sorry, would be bro. that'd be cool. We had that beanie. No one bought it except for me. And I think I, I lost I, it. I'm more of a hat guy than a beanie. guy. All right. So. I'll, I'll, hey, the summer, the summer yeah. line's coming up soon. Hey. We'll see what happens. Give me awkward pause swimming trunks, too. Ooh. Mm. Oh, boy. You're pushing it. Cassidy Speed Sergeant. <laughs> uh, at Sergeant Cass, Twitter and Instagram. Andrew Street. At Street Sweeper. And you can find me on Etsy. Etsy.com backslash shop. Oh, forward slash shop. Forward Whoop. slash S-A-M-U wood goods. Uh, my, like, I was doing that little maker's market. It has been postponed until July. Which is mm. kind of a bummer, but I understand. Sorry uh, to hear that. You can follow the show at Ockpaws. If you know what Twitch is, twitch.tv backslash Ockpaws every Tuesdays and Thursdays with some other days thrown in there. Uh, be safe. Be healthy. Wear a hat. Come visit my island. Come visit my island. Goodbye.